Episode 168, Life is Great. What's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. This podcast was created so that you would have direct access to the true stories of what it's like being a businesswoman, the real true journey of very savvy, very smart businesswomen. If you love these stories, then make sure you go to bizwomenrock.com and opt in so that you can get updated on all the latest podcast interviews, as well as how you can become a more active part of the whole Biz Women Rock community, which kind of rocks. So go to bizwomenrock.com. Today's guest is Dan Yang, and she founded a company called Vinci Education. This is an entirely different paradigm of dealing with education. Uh, Basically, uh, she's got a great story as to why she came up with this idea, but um, Vinci Education is a whole set of different programs that integrate technology into game-based learning. Uh, So if you would imagine like an iPad that uh, a little kid can really learn from, engage with, get inspired by, and really build upon their knowledge system to kind of keep on growing as an intellect, right? And um, so this is not her first rodeo as an entrepreneur. She's actually started two companies prior to this. This conversation is amazing because she really goes through what it has taken to build her up from scratch uh, since she started in 2010 how she manages and leads employees that are worldwide, about 100 different employees worldwide, and how she doesn't consider herself a technology company, uh, how she considers herself an education company, and how this was one of my most favorite questions and the answers to her questions was um, at the very, very end when I asked her how she uh, plans to evolve her technology and her programming even when these, you know, an iPad is constantly evolving. So that is just a really cool vantage point that she has to answer that question. And she's also got one of the best answers I've ever heard on this show to what personal habits she has to really uh, keep herself focused and to really move forward in business. Uh, Just totally loved it. All right, let's get going with Dan. Dan, thank you so much for being on the show with me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Katie, for having me. I'm very, very excited to pick your brain a little bit about your experience. Um, number one, because Vinci Education, which is kind of the majority of what we're going to talk about, is just such a dynamic business. Um, but you, this is not your first rodeo with, uh, with uh, being an entrepreneur. So what kind of experiences did you have before you started Vinci um, as an entrepreneur? Um, I did uh, a few technology startups. So... Uh, that dated back, back to, let's say, 1996. Um, don't guess my age yet. Uh, <laughs> it time ago. Uh, so I was uh, actually an entrepreneur in technology field, specifically in the optical networking. So um, how your voice gets to be heard by me, I can tell you exactly how the signal trans- transmits through the wires. Oh, that's really interesting. So you started a whole company in in creating that stuff? Uh, Creating equipment and uh, a software management system to support uh, the bandwidth revolution. They call it the bandwidth revolution. If you remember about uh, 15 years ago, 
the internet connection is probably just what like 50k or something 55k right. and today everybody has like a megabyte of bandwidth you don't even notice that we can do do Skype call, we can do video call. That's, I have to say, that's because people like me um, working really hard to put all those equipment and fibers in the in the ground to support this uh, bandwidth revolution. Gotcha. Oh, how interesting. And how long did you run that company? Um, I run that company for about uh, three, four years and then sold it to um, uh, then the largest uh, fiber optic company in the world. And then started uh, my second venture, and so forth. Wow! So, so you had all these experiences, you know, starting up companies. So you kind of, you know, you were a little seasoned by the time you got to create Vinci Education. How did the idea for Vinci really come about? Uh, that's my daughter's fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I, I have. Well, two daughters. One uh, is now 19. She's heading to 20. And uh, she's already, obviously, a college student. And then uh, I had the, not too much to do at that time, so I decided to get another child. So by the time my second one came, <laughs> I was already in my 40s. And then, you know, this little gift from God, you know, I, she was all over me, I was all over her, obviously, and then uh, at that time, iPad just came out, and she was so addicted to iPad, that I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to see her growing up being an iPad addict, and, uh, you know, doing nothing but the video gaming or things like that. Right. So, so I saw the power of technology, as well as the influence uh, with young children, and that's how I started to dig into details because, uh, you know, I, I I have a scientific background doing a lot of research in the uh, networking space. And that's how I, I started to look for um, mentors, basically, those researchers and professors in colleges and universities. I started to learn from them regarding developmental science, uh, how brain works, uh, how brains get wired up uh, when the child is a baby or is a three-year-old toddler and, and so forth. And that's how I decided, you know what, um, I need to do something. That's for my daughter. So that's how I started Vinci wow. Education. How long would you say that you spent kind of like researching the possibility of this and, and what, you know, the educational uh, components it would have on the kids, like, you know, and talking to these mentors? Like, how long did you spend doing that? Um, so uh, deciding to shift from a pure technology to education it didn't take long it's just uh, more uh, my tuition because I, I I know I wanted to do something I know it was for a good cause because mm. my daughter is the first person who would benefit um, but then uh, in, during the journey I think we went through the com- company went through several phases at the beginning it was more for developing a tool and then after uh we, we see that, uh, you know, just a tool is not enough because um, it's the overall philosophy behind early education that's problematic. Right? And then we needed to do something to educate not just children, actually, we need to educate parents to begin with and then the educators during the same time. Right. So, you know, uh, going through several phases and that's where we are now. 
Well, oh. uh, and I want to dig in a little bit there about the fact that, I mean, you really, you you were not just building a game for your daughter to play that, you know, okay, yay, she'll learn something. I mean, you really have completely shifted the paradigm um, with this company on what gaming as an educational tool and as an engagement tool could really be so that it wasn't your daughter just staring at the the iPad and, you know, being entertained, but it was actually her engaging with it, right? Right. It's not just a question of being engaged. It's also a question of how she can be inspired because, you know, that that comes to the philosophy of education. Uh, traditionally, people always think, Think that education is to stuff knowledge into children, like uh, you you stuff uh, the animals, right? So you just feed them with what they need to eat. But then that's not the real meaning of education, because the real meaning of education is to help them build that ability, so that later on they can build on top of it something else, something new, something you know, uh, some inventions, some innovative. Uh, uh, products or ideas. So uh, that's not not just uh, getting them to understand a concept. It's really about getting them to be able to use their uh, foundation and though and then go from there. So that mm. that's completely type of approach to education. Right. And, and especially with young children, I think there is a lack of understanding from a general population in terms of how, say, for example, what do you do when your baby is seven months old? How would that affect uh, your child's school success or the success for, for life? And people don't make connections. And making connections, that's my specialty because, uh, you know, I have a, a PhD in physics. And uh, when you talk about science of physics, it's all about finding patterns, finding uh, the path, right? And understand it and then figure out something that's not there yet. Right. Um, so what kind of challenges did you have in the very beginning? Um, because you were developing the software, the hardware, the program. I mean, it was a lot of, and because you were doing it in a, in a very different philosophical manner, I mean, you, you, weren't ju- you weren't just following someone else's, you know, pattern from before. You were creating something brand new. So what big challenges did you have in the beginning of creating all this stuff? I think the biggest understanding is really uh, the biggest challenge is really the understanding uh, from uh, 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 the community, uh, whether it's from uh, the education community or from uh, you know the media. Um, at the beginning, everybody was questioning, "Oh, what, what this lady is trying to do? You know, is she going to put uh, 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 technology devices in front of every baby or what?" You know, <laughs> the questioning. And, and uh, you know, at the beginning, uh, I needed to explain, you know, it's not about uh, the technology itself. It's really about uh, how to help parents to uh, raise their, their kids because, you know, I, I don't know if you have kids. Those who have kids out there, they will agree with me that it's not a, a, an easy task, right? So, right. actually, uh, the mothers, mothers are often very anxious and pressured they want to be the best mom in the whole world and they try to do everything and then the result is that they, 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 are, they are anxious all the time which affects the relationship, which affects the outcome of their child. Right. How to help the parents and the mothers to say, you know what, we know we want, to, we want our kids to be successful but at the same time, you know what, if we do this and this effectively, the result 
result will be good. Uh, so focusing on the process rather than just focusing on the result, that's the way you know, we, we are trying to, to uh, educate um, the, the overall uh, community. Right. Um, can you walk us through your actual business model? Like you've created this programming. How, uh, what is the actual pockets of revenue you have? Who are you talking to? How does, how does this actually all work? Uh, so, uh, so the way uh, from a business model point of view, the way we work is we created a system that uh, includes the curriculum and uh, the technology tool to connect the dots together. And then now we are at the stage to say, okay, now let's apply what we already have or expand what we already have. So we have our tools, then we have our model tools, uh, we have uh, the research uh, after doing, uh, after having done a lot of pilots and things like that. Now we say, hey, okay, so this model is working. Now let's go to, I don't know, uh, Maryland or California. Let's just, uh, you know, duplicate. So from business model point of view, it's really, uh, venture education serves really as the engine to push the early education in the way that it's, uh, experiential, uh, it's uh, holistic, it's um, scientific, and it's um, accountable. Because a lot of people will say that, you know, what do you mean by accountability for three years old? But uh, you know what, if the child can get to a certain level by the time he's entering the school, he's never going to make it. Mm. Just as simple. So, um, so you deal with a lot of actual public schools and, you know, part one, um, customer segment that you have is schools actually, you know, purchasing this, uh, the whole product, the whole system, and then implementing it into their curriculum. How, how does that work? Because that, um, that to me for, and this, I could totally be wrong on this, but I would imagine that that's a really hard nut to crack. I mean, did you, how did you originally get into the schools? How do you, um, how have you been successful in continuing to really sell that program to them and show them the value that they're getting and implement it? Because that's a whole different thing versus if they buy it versus them actually implementing it. Right. And that's uh, the whole system, right? So first of all, the teachers need to be impressed uh, because the teachers, they have hard time uh don't uh you can imagine that you know when you are dealing with the 20 screaming kids who are four or five years old it's not an easy job right and so so first of all we need to help the teachers understand okay by doing this you don't need to struggle anymore or you you would struggle much less in terms of getting your students to focus because you know what the students they love to play games and they are automatically focused and they they even don't notice that they are playing math, uh, they are understanding addition, or they are trying to do multiplication. And so then teachers, they have a better time in terms of classroom management. And then the difficulty, the biggest difficulty, though, is always the funding, as you right. as you probably have heard, uh, the public education, the schools, they are not rich, they, they, they have a, a huge lack funding to do things they want to do and at the same time uh, you know it's uh, the cost everywhere in terms of teachers equipment building I mean you name it right so finding that uh, piece of uh, gold in order to upgrade their tools and uh, their their curriculum is not an 
easy task. I'll tell you that a lot of schools, they, they, they even don't have Wi-Fi. You can't right. imagine, but uh, that's true. A lot of schools, they don't have Wi-Fi or they have a, a very wacky Wi-Fi. So it, it's like it goes, it goes on and off all the time. So how do you push beyond that? I mean, if that's your major, um, or how have you gotten creative to be able to offer this in a way that is either affordable to them so that you can really push through with the mission of the company and or be able to find another area where you can make up more of the revenue that you need to to get the program out? Yeah, so while we are waiting for schools and districts to have a little more money to purchase new tools, uh, we launched our virtual school program uh, facing parents directly because, you know, at the end of the day, parents feel the most responsible for their kids. They want to make sure that their kids, by the time they finish college, they will not have a hard time finding a job. So that's the, uh, you know, that's type of uh, new segment we are just uh, launching as we speak. So we launched our virtual school we service uh, parents who want to do a little extra in terms of academics because, as you can understand, the virtual schools don't really offer that social part right. of, of the school. But uh, we de- definitely complement their existing daycare or school from an uh, um, academic point of view. So mm-hmm. we, we give them a much easier tool to track how their child is making progress because most of the time parents they don't know how their child is doing in the school they get teacher interviews maybe twice twice a year uh, and maybe 10 minutes each with the teacher but the thing is uh, you 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 don't know exactly how your child has has spent the day at the school and what exactly your child has learned at the school right now, I know you just launched this program directly to the parents, but what what strategies are you finding so far that's, that are working for you that is actually getting the parents' attention and is actually converting for you? Uh, I think the way we are doing, uh, which is, uh, I was quite uh, pleased because we already have a reputation out there after four or five years of building a business. Uh, people believe in Vinci in terms of pushing for uh, their child's success. And uh, I, I have, uh, you know, um, loyal parents who've been following us since the beginning of Vinci and since the beginning of their child. And then automatically they, they become our, our first set of uh, uh, um, parents um, registering their, their, their kids at our virtual school. Um, and also another trend we see is uh, those working uh, working parents, working mothers. Mm-hmm. They don't have a whole lot of time to spend with their kids. Their kids may be looked after by a daycare or maybe by a relative or something. But then uh, how much their child is, is progressing, it's always the big question ringing in their mind. So when they see Vinci as a tool to help them to A, interact with their children and B, uh, on understanding their children in a deeper way in terms of uh, where, uh, where exactly their child is from a skill point of view and see, uh, able to visualize how how much their child is making progress, I think. And overall, it costs pretty much nothing. Right. right. <laughs> so I think they, they love the concepts. I love that. Um, so you had mentioned before we got on air that um, you probably have about 100 you know employees worldwide 
how do you manage everyone? Like, what is the leadership style that you bring to your company that makes sure that everyone's on the same page and especially in different countries that you, um, you know, that you're bringing everyone together for the common purpose? What kind of leader are you? Um, I'm actually a quite kind of a hands-off leader. So typically when I do do a company, I like to build up a process. uh, And once the process is in place, each department would know what uh, target they need to meet and uh, what type of uh, uh, results they need to deliver. And then at the same time, um, we do our weekly calls, we, we check up uh, the the situation for different projects and for different uh, um, entities and groups, and that's how I can have my free time to to dig into more details in terms of you know how brands work, how we can help uh, you know seven months old or five years old to continue that progress. Mm. Um, and have you ever had like any major hiccups or anything like that with employees? It uh, you know you can really talk about maybe just a big challenge that you had um, either in this business or in the past and how you dealt with that particular challenge as far as it relates to dealing with employees? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the biggest challenge uh, uh, I have, and I'm sure that a lot of uh, 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 ladies out there who are listening, they, they will have also is that, you know, when you recruit, you know, first of all, we, we need to say that <clears throat> people is every people. People are everything. They are the foundation of any business. Right? When you have good people, uh, you, you can do anything you want uh, or, or, or achieve any objective you want. But uh, it's not always easy to get a group of uh, great people to work with. Uh, a lot of people, uh, they come, they, they really say good things. They speak really well. They do great presentations. But when it comes to deliver. It's always an issue. And that's something that uh, I see pretty much everywhere I go. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, I think maybe it's the culture or maybe it's the education that people are uh, focusing more on talking rather than, uh, you know, delivering, you right. know. Uh, so that's the biggest challenge. Um, and I had a, a large sales team doing uh, uh, education sales. Um, everything sounds good when they talk about it. But the thing is, you know, how often you call upon a customer, how often you go visit them, how often you keep in touch with them. These are the details. But you know what? These details, they, they, they help you to make it or break it. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, so my question is specifically because what you've created is so um, – it's so brilliant, but it's definitely so dependent on current technology, right? So, you know, it's perfect for the iPad. Um, it's it's perfect for that technology. Do you have any sort of R&D component of your company that really um, allows themselves to go learn about what new technologies are coming out and how you might be able to use those platforms in order to kind of get to phase two, phase three, phase four, and all these different versions of Vinci? Yes, definitely. You, you're asking a great question, and that's exactly what we are doing now. Uh, so in the previous years, you know, you have iPad, you have Android, you have a Windows tablet, uh, Chromebooks are coming, you have all sorts of platforms. 
But、uh, you know what? Technology is at a point. Point where we see the convergence, right? So, so no matter which field you are at the beginning, it's all over the place, and then after a certain time, <clears throat> it matures and it start to converge, and that's exactly what we are see we are seeing now, and that's exactly what we are doing.、Mm-hmm. So, how to make our program platform independent, right? So. So、uh, are we tied? Are we tied with、uh, iPad or are we tied with、uh, Google? Or, or at the end, we want to say, you know what? We need to continue for hundreds of years because you know what? We are in the business of education. Google, they are there. They are very hard. Apple is very hard today, but、uh, we don't know hundreds of years from now if they are there or not. But you know what? For education, you have to have it, no matter what. So what we need to do is to make sure that、uh, we are platform independent. We don't want to be uh, uh, tied in with the technology. We love everybody, and we don't like anybody neither. Right? <laughs> from 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 technology point of view. Right. So so that's how our development team is working on getting everything platform independent.、Hmm. Dan, you are a very driven woman. You have accomplished a heck of a lot. What personal habits have you created over these years that allow you to be successful in in your businesses?、Uh, what habit?、Uh, that, that's a good question. Let me think. <laughs> I think the the only habit I've created is to make myself happy.、Um, I think it's very important, especially. For a woman,、uh, very often I hear ladies talking about, you know, I try everything to make my husband happy, make my kids happy. But what about yourself?、Right? You have to make yourself happy. You need to do something for yourself. I realized that、uh, after I had my my first child,、uh, at that point, like I was saying, I wanted to be the best mom in the whole world. But now I was like, you know, let's just be.、Uh, Us ourselves. That's also the way how I teach my daughter.、Mm. You know, don't try to be anybody else but yourself. You have strengths. You have weaknesses. I have strengths、uh, and I have weaknesses too. I'm not a very patient person. So if you want me to, to do something repetitive,、uh, I'm going to suffer. And so I try to do things that interest me. And also I try, you know, when 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 it's Friday, we get a, a glass of wine. We get some nice cheese. We just.、Uh, You know, make ourselves happy. We go to、uh, vacation places. We have fun. We go crazy sometimes. <laughs> yeah, just、uh, just make ourselves happy, and then from there, the rest is much easier. I love it. I absolutely that is the best personal habit I have ever heard on this show. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, Dan, I really want to thank you so much for being here, for sharing your story, and、uh, for giving us some insight as to how this company has really been built. So, thank you very much. Thank you. I loved when she started saying that she plans for hundreds of years ahead. Uh, and just really indicated that everything that she's doing is to make sure that she's not reliant on this this hardware, this technology, and that her programming is just constantly evolving with whatever technology is coming out. I really, really love that. Hope you got something great out of this. I would love to hear it. Go to bizwomenrock.com and put a comment in the show notes below. And I'd love to hear what you got. Have an awesome day. I'll see you on the next episode.